Hi, it's Connor Svensson here, founder of Web3 Labs and your host of the Web3 Innovators podcast, where you'll hear from those people changing the face of finance and other industries with Web3 and blockchain technologies. As with the last season, in each episode, I speak to a new guest who shares insights from their own journey with Web3, giving you the chance to learn about challenges they've faced along the way and how it's impacting their industry right now and will in the future. In addition to the episodes with guests, I'm going to be sharing a spoken essay on a topic relevant to Web3 each week, which has caught my attention. New episodes will be out weekly, so please hit that subscribe button to ensure you get each episode as it comes out. Polkadot, redefining blockchain niches in a multi-chain world. Exploring Polkadot's role in the future of blockchain ecosystems and its innovative parachain model. During the past year, one of the ecosystems we've spent some time involved with is Polkadot. Whilst I believe that Ethereum's position as the de facto blockchain platform is unlikely to change, I do believe that some of the other chains will find valuable niches and user bases that keep them relevant. In the same way that we have the rule of three in many areas of business, where a few companies establish themselves as the major platform or software vendors, think AWS Azure and GCP in the cloud, or OSX Windows and Linux in operating systems, it's likely we'll see something similar with blockchain networks. Hence it's interesting to compare and contrast the different communities insofar as to how they differ and what major milestones they have achieved. Polkadot is an interesting project in this regard. It came from Gavin Wood, CTO of Ethereum, who proposed the project via its white paper in 2016. Polkadot has a market capitalization of $6.2 billion, making it the 11th largest blockchain ecosystem according to CoinMarketCap. More recently, in the widely circulated Web3 Developers Survey by Electric Capital, Polkadot stood out by the sheer number of contributors to the project. Layer Zero and Parachains Polkadot differs from Ethereum in that it calls itself a Layer Zero blockchain, not Layer One like the Ethereum mainnet. The distinction here is that Layer Zero refers to the fact that the network cannot be used for deploying and running decentralized applications on it. You can't deploy your own token on the Polkadot mainnet like you can on the Ethereum mainnet. In Polkadot, you have two types of blockchain, a relay chain and parachains. Relay chains are your layer zero chains, and parachains are separate blockchain networks that are secured via the relay chain. These parachains are where the action happens in Polkadot, and you can think of them as being similar to Ethereum layer two networks or app chains. Anyone can create their own parachain using the substrate framework created by Parity. This is a modular blockchain development framework which allows people to spin up their own blockchain. Substrate provides a lot of flexibility in that it allows users to specify what features they'd like their blockchain to have. These modular features are bundled as pallets, which provide a variety of different capabilities such as governance and identity models, as well as smart contract support via the EVM and other languages. Crowd loans and auctions. In order for your Substrate network to be a parachain, it must be secured by the Polkadot relay chain. Any substrate chain is not able to do this. In order to make use of the relay chain, a project must obtain a slot on the relay chain. These slots are finite in number, hence projects must bid for a slot via an auction process, which is called a parachain slot auction. During these slot auctions, holders of DOT or KSM tokens stake them, locking them up in the network with an expectation of reward from the team bidding on the parachain. This is referred to as a crowd loan. Parachain auctions are held weekly. Those substrate chains that secure a slot become bona fide parachains when they lease a slot on the relay chain for their network for up to 96 weeks at a time. Being secured by the relay chain is not the only benefit of becoming a parachain. Parachains are also able to take advantage of Polkadot's cross-chain messaging protocol, XCMP, 
which allows parachains to transact with one another via the relay chain. Whilst in other ecosystems there are a number of competing approaches for bridging transactions between networks, in some respects one can argue that Polkadot is ahead of other ecosystems by providing a standardised approach to cross-chain communication protocols. Navigating complex blockchain data shouldn't hold you back. Introducing Chainlens Blockchain Explorer, your user-centric gateway to the blockchain universe. Unlike traditional explorers, Chainlens focuses on your needs. No more overwhelming blocks and transactions. We're all about your experience. Chainlens revolutionizes the way you see blockchain. With customizable lenses, you see what you want, when you want it. From tokens to NFTs, it's all at your fingertips. And guess what? You don't need to be a tech guru. Our clean interface and easy-to-use API make blockchain accessible to everyone. Say goodbye to cryptic hexadecimal and hello to a new perspective. Join the future of blockchain exploration. Visit chainlens.com and experience the difference today. Chainlens, see the blockchain your way. The Ethereum mainnet equivalent in Polkadot is the main Polkadot network relay chain. However, unlike most of the other blockchain networks, a decision was made in Polkadot to create a canary network called Kusama. Kusama is not a test net, it is an experimental network with its own token called KSM with a market capitalization of $200 million. A canary network. Kusama is intended to be a network for experimentation by teams and also a testing ground for projects who wish to deploy on Polkadot. Hence, projects on the Polkadot relay chain will also have another canary network on Kusama too. There is also a testnet for this ecosystem. This is the Rococo testnet, which is equivalent to Ethereum testnet such as Gurley, where tokens are freely available. The Polkadot and Kusama ecosystems are collectively referred to as Dotsama, encompassing all of the parachain networks and both relay chains. Although when most people discuss the Polkadot ecosystem, it would encompass the Dotsama ecosystem too. For simplicity's sake, I will continue to use Polkadot to refer to the Dotsama ecosystem. Governance on chain. Governance is another area where Polkadot differs from many other networks, in that instead of adopting a loose governance model, more akin to the Internet Engineering Task Force, or IETF, which was rough consensus and running code, Polkadot uses an on-chain governance model. Instead of using a GitHub repository, such as Ethereum's EIP process, in Polkadot submissions are made on-chain with links to accompanying documentation, which may reside on IPFS in PDF form or a Google Doc. These proposals can then be voted on by the Polkadot Council, who are an elected body of on-chain accounts. The governance process is far more nuanced than this example, but you can go online to learn a lot more about it. Interestingly, one of the other capabilities provided by Polkadot is that on-chain upgrades can be proposed, approved and rolled out on-chain, which is another interesting innovation when contrasted with other blockchain networks. Whilst Polkadot may not be as popular as Ethereum or leading layer 2 networks such as Polygon, what they've managed to create is a very impressive platform and ecosystem. Smart contracts. They provide compatibility with EVM networks via their EVM substrate module, which is the EVM Frontier palette. However, they've also developed their own WebAssembly or WASM-based smart contract language named INC with an exclamation mark at the end. INC is still relatively new, but it's the future of Polkadot. The EVM is not intended to be a core building block of the ecosystem. There are parachains such as Moonbeam, which are focused on supporting EVM applications on Polkadot, but most are positioning Inc as the language of the future. The parachain landscape largely differs from the Ethereum Layer 2 landscape in that many Polkadot parachains are really app chains rather than general purpose blockchains. Typically, they have different niche areas they are focusing on. For example, the Fala network is a decentralized cloud that offers secure and scalable computing. 
Akala is an app chain for finance. ASTAR is focused on smart contracts. For rundown of these different ecosystems, reports put out by the likes of Masari provide a breakdown of the various parachains and metrics such as market cap, active accounts and cross-chain messaging or XCM activity. The future. It's clear that the lion's share of commercial Web3 applications such as DeFi protocols, DAOs and NFTs reside on EVM networks. However, I wouldn't discount the Polkadot ecosystem yet. There are lots of very smart, committed builders within their ecosystem and the simplicity of the parachain model does appeal to teams. With the multi-chain future envisaged by many, Polkadot has the potential to be one of the blockchains thriving in this ecosystem, hosting a number of app chains that address real-world problems. I don't believe it will be the most dominant blockchain in the future, but I do believe it will be significant enough to be an appealing platform for a number of projects. The community and technology are well regarded, and it's only a matter of time before some of the seeds planted in their ecosystem start to thrive and bear the fruits of their labour. Thanks for listening to this episode. I have a quick favour to ask. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to it. Leave a five-star rating and review it. Even if it's just a few words, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks. Until next time.